Podcast City Network. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. A shot of entertainment to the head. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the entertainment. What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Everett Lee Show podcast. I am Everett Lee. Quick shout out to everyone that follows me on Twitter. You can follow me at the Everett Lorescore Lee, Facebook.com slash Everett Lee. Click that thumbs up. And of course, Podcast City Network, the official host of the Everett Lee Show. Joining me on the program, I have none other than actress, film producer of Bouncy Boxer Media and... In the upcoming movie, Hot Mess in a Wedding Dress. I want to welcome to the program tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Lexi Balstraya. Am I saying that right? Balustrary, <laughs> but it's okay. I, I'm used to it. <laughs> I won't get insulted if you say it wrong. It's Italian. Okay. People can't even say it right, let alone spell it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna ask you. I should ask you before we went live how to pronounce your last name because I'm gonna mess it up. And I had Chelsea Wolf on. I was trying to say it, and she said it the right way. And it's interesting. I like it. I like it. Italian. So thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Did you uh, come from a big Italian family? Kind of. Um, my so my dad's side of the family is Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, like. My grandpa, my paternal grandpa was like right off the boat Italian. Like right. they were, they came off of Ellis Island when he was a kid. And my dad grew up in Pennsylvania and my grandpa was like, he was, I don't even know what order he was in, but there were a lot of kids in his family. And then right. he went on, my grandpa went on to have seven boys with my grandma and my dad's the youngest of seven. Wow. So wow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that it's, is. it's really different on my mom's side because my mom, it's just my mom. Like she has half brothers that she met later on in life, but it was just her for a long time. So like one side, it's like really quiet and the other side, it's like loud and crazy. <laughs> yeah. Christmases, Kinda... Christmases were fun though. I will say that. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I can only imagine, man. That's just like, like my family, my, my dad, he was the oldest of eight. My dad was the oldest and of course he raised like nine kids. He had six that were his own and three stepchildren and we all had the same dad but different moms so i got a lot of half brothers other than that we're all halves <laughs> nice yeah so holidays were also crazy <laughs> oh yeah yeah it was crazy dysfunctional it was nuts at times but we yeah. we all love each other and we get along we bicker and everything like siblings and stuff and of course when my older brothers and me we get in the same room of course who are they going to pick on they're going to pick on the youngest <laughs> of course that's how it always goes mm-hmm. funny because i mentioned like you know my big italian family i'm an only child <laughs> by the way <laughs> so i i had limited exposure to the chaos like we didn't you know like i mentioned christmases but it was mostly like my cousins Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of us, and I was the youngest granddaughter, or the grand youngest grandchild before the grandchildren, or the great grandchildren, rather. Wow! So I, you know, I was the youngest, 
And yeah, so again, I had limited exposure to all of the crazy, but it was definitely there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how my family is. It was just my dad, born and raised Tennessee. He was Tennessee Ooh. redneck. My mother from West Virginia, and I tell people, I said, I get my redneck from my dad's side, and I get my hillbilly from my mother's side. <laughs> <laughs> what part of what part of Tennessee? He lived in a small town called Maryville, and he. Okay. Yeah, it's just, you know, not far from Knoxville. And I actually spent about 11 years up there from 1999 gotcha. till about uh, 2010. The reason I asked is because my grandparents have a house up in Pigeon Forge. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's why I was, yeah, I was wondering. I, I love going up there. Like, the weather yes. is so mild in it the is. summertime. Yeah. Like you, Florida, it's hot and it's humid and there's like water in your lungs. It's so humid, but like you go up there and it's like, it's beautiful. Right. It is definitely beautiful. I just went up there this past October, went to the uh, Smoky Mountains, went out there to Cades Cove. Oh, took a nice. ride out there. Took my daughter out there. She loved it. And I yeah. went out there to the park where we actually spread my dad's ashes and I always go up there and go out there and just you know just enjoy the scenery and sit there and think and refocus everything where I'm at and take it in and enjoy it and come back and just feel re-energized <laughs> just to get away. yeah that's yeah and I imagine there's a there's a lot of terrain to do that because it's like mountainous mm -hmm. and there's a lot of places you can go hiking and yes it's just it's just beautiful up there like you know, Florida, it's flat. Yes. <laughs> we don't get flat. mountains or hills no. or anything like that. So it's always interesting, you know, when I do visit Pigeon Forge to see the mountains on the horizon. Mm -hmm. It is. It's beautiful up there. Where did you grow up at? Did you grow up here in Florida? Oh, I did. I, did. I'm so glad you asked that question. <laughs> I grew up in a very small, uneventful town called Port Ritchie, Florida. <laughs> really? It's out in Pasco County. It's all like old people and families and alligators, and there's really not much going on. <laughs> I say alligators. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not like, you know, we're out by the Everglades, but I live right. lakefront, so, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, there's not a whole lot going on in that town uh -huh. at all. <laughs> I've heard of Port Ritchie. Adam oh, Ur I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> not much. Not I'm much. Sure I you, have not you've heard, heard rumors, and those rumors are true. <laughs> <laughs> what rumors is that? <laughs> is that where they were hiding uh, Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> Yes. No, yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, where they're hiding. It's a small town. It's, a, it's everything that comes with a small town. That's, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how Maryville was when I lived up there. It was just small town. Everyone knew each other. They were really nice and polite and stuff. And you didn't have like one street light, and one stop sign, did you? <laughs> Not no. There were plenty. There. there were plenty of stop signs. We have US nineteen and. I'll tell you what, traffic can get really bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wow. At an early age, you got into singing and dancing and throughout middle and high school. What was that like for you, getting into singing and dancing? And what was some of your favorite early singing and dancing musicals and music that you got into? Okay. So when I was about four years old, um, I was a pretty precocious little kid. Um, I would 
sing a lot and I just kind of had a knack for it. And I was getting to be around that age where I was going to be starting school. So my mom thought, hey, I want her to get used to being around a teacher. So I'm going to put her in dance classes. So I was the little offbeat goofball child in the dance class. I don't know if you've seen the memes. Like there's a whole bunch of girls like arabesquing one direction. I was the girl going in the opposite direction. <laughs> like I was the kid hanging off the bar. <laughs> that was me. But um, you know, I eventually <laughs> I eventually, you know, started to focus and learned how to actually dance. Um, so yeah, I was about 4 years old. And then when I turned 5, my mom was like, "Do you want to do choir?" at church. And I was like, yeah, she's like, okay, well, you know, you have to be committed to it. Like you are with dance. You have to go every week and you know, you have to behave yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, yeah, sure. And then that was kind of where it started. Like I always had a knack for singing and dancing and my parents just kind of, they were the catalyst that got me where I wanted to go with that. And I, yeah, <laughs> I started acting when I was 12. Right. Um, I got cast in The Wizard of Oz as Dorothy. Nice. Um, that, was nice. My, that was my first play ever. And boy, did I need a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know what? We all start somewhere. It yeah. was a lot of fun. And then um, the year after that, we did a production of Annie, which you can ask my mom and my stepdad. It was probably the worst, longest production of Annie ever. <laughs> and I, we just, we look back on it and we laugh, you know, <laughs> right. You look right. back on your old school plays and you're like, Oh, that was funny when that happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You um, definitely do. And then I went to, I went to high school at River Ridge and that's in Newport Ritchie. They had a really good drama program over there. And I think, um, oh, my drama teacher used to be on Broadway, so she was very much about, like, making sure that we were, you know, performing professionally right? um, and performing well. So I got good training from her. She was really awesome. I think probably my favorite production that I did in high school was Anything Goes. Um, I got to learn how to tap dance. So I got, like, a little crash course in that, and that was really fun. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and then I went on to Florida state and that was where I got my start in film. Um, I got my start working with the film school and I did a couple, I did a couple of plays up there as well. Um, I think probably my favorite was Rocky horror. I did the Rocky horror show. Right. (laughs) I was one of the, uh, I was one of the Transylvanians. Oh, were you? And we got to, yeah, I was. Um, <laughs> nice. We got to, nice. uh, we got to tour to Orlando and we got to perform there and that was really cool. So that's probably my favorite experience from my younger educational years. <laughs> <laughs> well, the stuff I was looking at on you throughout when I was interviewing Stephanie Davis and Chelsea I would stop and I would sit there and look at uh, some stuff with you and it definitely it definitely did show. I mean, you did pick up, you know, quite a bit there in your early years there pursuing music theater. Did you pursue musical theater through college? Okay. I was originally going to school as a dietetics major, so I was going to be a registered dietitian. I was uh-huh. pretty into health and fitness and I still very much am, but my right. second semester cuz I I transferred from 
community college. So I took all my prereqs and I got my AA. And then I transferred to Florida State. And my second semester there, I took, it was like my first day after all my classes. And I was like, this is not what I want to do with my life. This is not it. And then I, like, you know, it was tough. I didn't, I didn't tell anybody for a while, but I went and changed my major to marketing. Oh, really? Because I had gotten a mark. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd gotten a, a marketing job over the summer, and I was like, I really like this. This is kind of fun. I could see myself doing this if I decided at any moment that I didn't want to be an actor. Uh-huh. Um, so then I did marketing, and I was like, and I can use my business savvy to help myself as an actor. So it's really a win-win. Um, but I still did, you know, I still did plays and every semester, the Florida state film school has auditions. So you can just pop in, they'll cast anybody who's good and, you know, anybody that they want to use. It doesn't matter what you're studying. Right. Um, and what I took away from that is they really do run their sets like a professional set. So, oh, and I really mm-hmm. like, I liked that, you know, that was my start in film. So I, you could kind of say I was spoiled <laughs> from the get go. <laughs> um, but they, they run their sets really, really well. And the production quality is always good. Yes. Um, so that was my big takeaway and it's a great way to get real footage. So like when you're starting out, you know, you can always do student films and I had the ability to do that right in front of me, right on my college campus. Right. Right. Wow. That's a major change right there. That's a jumping from uh, being a dietitian to marketing. And that's awesome. Yeah. That it, it's helped you out right now where you're at and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, it was a huge change for me because I had taken all these science prereqs. So they had to, they had to count them as electives. And then I had to take like accounting and I had to take economics and it was almost kind of like starting over. Right. And it kind of put me behind, it put me behind a semester. So instead of graduating, um, in 2012, no, it put me behind a full year. So I graduated in 2013. Um, so, but still, I mean, that doesn't matter now. Right. (laughs) Cause I'm where I'm at now. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. When I was talking to Chelsea Wolf a couple of weeks ago, and she mentioned that um, one of her jobs um, she had was working at Blockbuster, and Blockbuster paid for a college. And we were joking. Oh we said, my god! <laughs> we said that's probably why Blockbuster tanked, and we were just laughing about that. What? Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> did you do anything in between going to college, part time job, or anything? Uh, in school or yeah. now or in, in school, anytime. In school. In, <laughs> like when in you were school, in school, and stuff. I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, you know, it was at that the recession was kind of still a big was still kind of going on, and it was difficult for people to find work. And I was having a hard time like finding even a retail job because I had worked right. like office desk jobs, and you know that that was where my experience was. So I think people kind of saw my resume and they were like, "Nope, not this one." Um, but I got lucky because I had um, a part-time marketing job in over the summer when I left after my first semester at Florida State. Uh-huh. So I did that, and it was for a chiropractor. Uh-huh. So we would go to, like, gyms and events, and we would do, like, spinal screenings, and we would kind of analyze people's spine straightness, and we'd be like, hey, you know what? You can come to our office. 
because we're awesome. <laughs> so I did that. And then I, I worked at my apartment complex my last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked for rent, which was really nice. So everything I made went to my rent. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to. It was another marketing. Yeah, it was another marketing job. I Right. They had me like put flyers up and I'll tell you what, like it was kind of sketchy because <laughs> 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 they were like, just go to these parking lots and flyer people's cars. And I was like, okay. Oh, and yeah. I'm okay. pretty, yeah, it was like that. <laughs> so you were one of the, one of the ones out there where go in the parking lot there and just put all those flyers. And when people come out, they look at the flyers and then some may yep. be interested in it and some may just like crumble it up, throw it away. Or some may just yeah. like forget about it and drive mm-hmm. down the road and there goes the windshield and they're like, what the hell is that on my windshield? Yeah. Or they end up like <laughs> me where they didn't even see it sitting on their windshield and it sat there for weeks and the ink came off on the glass. <laughs> but you know, I digress. <laughs> And yeah, it was, I was like, I hate this. Why do people do this stuff? And then here I am doing exactly that. (laughs) How about karma, man? (laughs) Of of course, man. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta do something pursuing a dream, pursuing your passion and you, I mean, you gotta survive. You gotta, you gotta pay the bills because if not, you know, it's like, what, what am I going to do? And of course, I mean, at that point, I was just trying to get through the last couple months of college. I was like, whatever. They're paying my rent. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, to pursue acting, what made you decide to move to Tampa of all places? Well, so my last year of college, I kind of had like a weird, like, not breaking point, but it was kind of like an epiphany. Uh Um, I had gotten out of a really long-term relationship and I realized like he was pretty much the only person I talked to. I think I had a little bit of social anxiety in college because I didn't socialize nearly as much as college students do and should. Uh And I kind of realized like I was going to stay up in Tallahassee and, you know, see what I could do. But then I kind of realized I'm alone up here. Right. And all of my friends that are here are going to leave and they're going to move on with their lives and I'm going to be alone. Yeah. So, you know, and I thought about doing LA and I thought about New York um, and it was just kind of like, well, it's expensive and you know, everybody goes out there and I, I kind of just wanted to move back home so I could at least be with my family. And then, you know, all my friends are here, all my family's here. I can work in Tampa. And then if I decide, later on that I want to go somewhere else, I'll do that. Right. So yeah, it was mostly because I, I wanted to be home really. And I just wanted to be with my family. Right. That makes sense. I mean, when I left Daytona when I was 16 and I moved up to Ohio, mm-hmm. I lived up there with my mom for five years. I finished high school. Oh God, why? <laughs> There's nothing well, in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's trees. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's trees. Yeah. There's definitely trees and there's definitely trees where I lived at. I lived on 10 acres of out in the sticks out nowhere. You had this guy. Oh God. uh, Yeah. (laughs) You had this guy from Daytona. Okay. Who's been around oceans, water and skateboards, surfing. And then he comes to Ohio and there's no place to do that. Of course, uh, you pass the time during the winter and you pick up snowboarding, which was great. But yeah, I had to get away from a bad situation at home. <laughs> I mean, gotcha. I mean that's I, understandable. 
Yeah, when I was talking about dysfunctional family, I mean, literally, I was talking about dysfunctional family. <laughs> so I had to. It wasn't just, it yeah. wasn't just, you know, normal bickering. It was actual dysfunction. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah it was me and me and my stepmother. We didn't see eye to eye. And as I gotten older, it just, it got worse. It, it was a really bad situation. We'll say, um, I ended up in juvie, and my mom bailed me out and and basically told my dad, I'm taking his ass back to to Ohio with me. He's getting out of here. So, yeah, that was one of those situations. <laughs> so Gotcha. Well, I mean, yeah. it's good that you got out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, yeah, there was, you know, there was good times, bad times growing up at home. and But, you know, that was one of the things and getting getting out of that environment and getting going to a new environment like living in Ohio was just it was it was different. It was. And then just when my dad left Florida and moved back to Tennessee in 1995, I decided to I finished high school, got done, decided to to just be next to him. And that's what I did. And I spent 11 years there, <laughs> you know, like, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's how, that's how that happened. <laughs> you know, it's like when I tell people I went, I lived in Ohio for a few years. They're like, what made you leave Daytona to Ohio? And I'm like, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> well, listen, yeah. there's an actual reason. Yeah. There's a method to the madness. I promise. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely, it definitely was. It definitely was. I mean, yeah. Now you're in, you're in Tampa. Okay. You're pursuing acting. I am. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I I love hearing the the point of views on this, and I I'd love to hear your point of view on this. How did you meet Stephanie Davis? Oh, that's a great story. <laughs> um, we actually met in an acting class, uh-huh. and it, it, I I met Chelsea in the same class as well. Uh, and it's funny because we were a couple years younger, and we were like we hadn't really found our confidence just yet um so we were all very different people back then like we weren't as like confident and we were a little bit more timid uh well except chelsea chelsea's always been she's always been the the witty quick-witted funny one she was like that back then but you know (laughs) we were all kind of in different places and we just kind of we bonded over this class Uh and um one day we decided we were tired of all the roles out there that were being auditioned that were requiring like nudity and just no substance whatsoever. Right. And the three of us got together. We just became really close friends over Mm -hmm. time. And we got together and we were like, why don't we just make our own films? Oh my God, that's a brilliant idea. Let's do that. And then we were in a waffle house in Brandon, Florida, where I live, like right by my house. Uh And we were just sitting around and we were just brainstorming and, we came up with this idea for a web series and now we have like our own little Facebook messenger thread. One of us comes up with an idea. We're like, ah, we need to do this. Hear me. Here, here's my idea. Blah, blah, blah. And Stephanie always tells me, write it down. Yes. yes. Yep. Write it down. I'm like done. <laughs> so yeah. That's, that's kind of the, the short version of how we met. Um, and we've been close friends ever since, since, 2014. That's awesome. I love that. I mean, I loved hearing Chelsea, how she met Stephanie. I loved how, 
you met Stephanie and then how Stephanie talked about meeting meeting Chelsea and you and that's that's great that's great that you all come together with a passion that you love doing even today and you basically just decided yeah it's like let's just do our own thing and I yeah I get it I get it man because that's basically what what I've pretty much done with building this uh, network with my uh, really good friend Chris Carnage, you know, building you know podcasting network and giving people a, a voice and a platform to express themselves, and it's awesome. <laughs> it is. It is, and I'm I'm very I'm very lucky to have them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we decided above all else, no matter what happens with what direction we go in professionally. We are friends no matter right. what. We stay friends. Friendship comes first and then all the other stuff comes after that. So I would I'm pretty lucky to have um relationships like that with other women because you know yes. sometimes you know you have close friends but they're in different fields and you know your friends from high school, you guys all branch out and do your own thing. So right. it's nice to have like really good friends that are also colleagues. Yes. Definitely have to have like really good close friends and work alongside them and having colleagues and it helps. It definitely does help. It definitely does. Speaking of working alongside Stephanie, how is it working alongside her, uh, Stephanie Davis and Chelsea Wolf? How is that when all three of you are in the room together or you come together with an idea like you mentioned and how is the chemistry? How is that? Oh, it's a blast. It really is. Um, so Stephanie, she's very much the, the very structured type A one that keeps a very tight ship. And Chelsea and I are just like, Wee! we're like running <laughs> off doing our own thing. We're like, we always come to her with our crazy ideas. We're like, Stephanie, we have this idea and it's really great. And it's like something weird and random. And she's like, uh, yeah, we don't have the budget for that. So no. But it's a great idea, and maybe someday. <laughs> We're like, but, but, Stephanie. But write it down. So like, <laughs> write it down. Yeah. Got to write it down. Line. He really he keeps us in line. <laughs> there's always, like, the two, the two like, goofballs, and then there's the serious one. Yeah. That's how it goes with us. Yeah. And I'm sure Chelsea probably told you that when you talked to her last week. Yeah. I thought that was really neat, because I could tell, I could tell Chelsea's the, uh, the witty one and I loved how when working being on the set doing something uh, shooting a movie or shooting shooting something for bouncy boxer media and just you know being on the set what she does I asked her if she did pranks and then um, basically you know she's like when there's tension in there it's like so how's everyone doing I, I thought that was great. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah so how's everyone yeah, how's everyone <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned pranks. We do not do pranks, but we do planks. Planks, planks. <laughs> so, yeah, what the so hell's we, planks? For a while, we had this. <laughs> yeah, for a while, we had this thing where um, anytime <laughs> the sound operator, the boom operator, would do room tone, we would plank on the <laughs> ground. And it was one of those. You better hold that for sixty seconds, and don't you dare fall, and don't you dare grunt, because you're going to ruin the take, and they're going to have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? We were doing that for a while, oh, and then we just kind of stopped. But it was like a funny little thing. We did that on Migraine Hell, yeah, a couple times. 
<laughs> I love that short. I still I told Stephanie I love that. I thought it was really great, and then I loved the uh, the acting and stuff. And I haven't seen it in a while. Refresh my memory here. Were you the reception behind the desk? You played the receptionist, right? Yeah. I was the the sassy, gum-chewing receptionist (laughs) that was like, yeah, whatever. And I, like, called her by the wrong name at one point. And (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't give a shit. She did not. She sat there and chewed her gum and took selfies on her phone. And (laughs) she would take personal calls on, on the clock. And I'm sure, you know, we've all seen that one person. Oh, yeah. They clearly hate their job, so they just pass the time. Yeah, they're just there. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You played that character really well. I mean, you, you kind of na- nailed it with this stereotypical because I told I told Stephanie and I, I told Chelsea, and I'll probably say this probably till the day I die speed dating is my favorite one that you guys put out and i oh my god (laughs) speed dating was so much fun (laughs) tell me about that working on that there and putting that together because it looked i was laughing when i watched it man i i was watching it because just the characters were so stereotypical and it was it was just great fantastic and i told chelsea i love the line she told you about you know punching in the boobs to hold your dress up. yeah yeah i think i'm pretty sure that was improv that, that was chelsea we just wound her up and let her go <laughs> i'm gonna punch you in the boot rude <laughs> how how yeah. was that that was, that was improv <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cool that is doing doing speed dating how was that for you on working on that there it was oh my god it was so much fun like so yeah so stephanie wrote the short and Uh we just kind of read through it and you know we were cracking up and we were like we need to make this happen like this this needs to happen right and the weekend that we scheduled to shoot happened to be the same weekend of the gasparilla international film festival so oh, wow. we, yeah, so we, we got through the first day of filming uh-huh. and then we all went to GIF and there was like an after party and it was, it was Saturday night. Yeah. So there was, there was this after party and we just went and we stayed out late and I think we got in at like 2am and we, we rented a hotel uh-huh. room and it was the same place we were shooting. Cause we were like, we know we're going to be tired, so let's rent a room. So right. we slept, <laughs> we slept in the hotel room for like four hours and then we had to set the alarm and get ready to shoot day two of speed dating and the alarm went off and chelsea and i were both like no <laughs> stephanie was like nope gotta get up gotta get we were up. like but mom five more minutes <laughs> mom five. <laughs> five more minutes mom yeah and it was just a good experience like we had so many talented actors that i had i had met just in the last year and I was, you know, we got them to audition right. for speed dating and they all did such a good job. And it, I mean, I don't know what else to say other than it was a blast. Right. I love the, the characters that, that were in it and it was awesome. It was, <laughs> it, it definitely Thank you. Was. We appreciate that. <laughs> that was one of our, I think that was our second film uh-huh. that we did and it, it did well. Like we sent it off to film festivals and, it got like awards and it it just it went through the festival circuit for like a year or two Uh uh-huh so i mean it did well that's i'm proud of it (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome man 
and I, I showed my wife, I was, I was like, you gotta check this out. And she watched it. She was laughing. She's like, this is great. I said, I know. <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's because dating is horrible. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it definitely is. I've told my wife, I've went through quite a bit with dating and who I went out with. Someone summed it up for me really good. At one time they said, just imagine all the, all those people that you went through and to get to where you're at and to get to your wife. And I was like, I never thought about it that way. And yeah, because it kind of prepared me in a way, you know, to be with my wife and to take on and, you know, expect the unexpected and had a couple of like crazy girlfriends and I mean, crazy. Yep. <laughs> I, Yep, uh, we've uh, all had a crazy ex. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'll never have a crazy ex. I'll never. Oh, yeah, I had one. I, I definitely had one. One crazy ex I had, I had, the, I had this great idea. <laughs> Once you move in with me, we'll see how it is. Okay, she moved in. Oh, God. Three days. It lasted three fucking days. And she... Oh, my God. <laughs> she... I, I didn't know that she was... In three days, I found out she was bipolar she was on medication, and uh, when she left, the, the night that she left, and when we got in an argument and we left, I, I, I left. Well, I come back, she cleared out all my shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, she took everything. She even took, okay, getting down to taking everything. She took my freaking razors and toothbrush. <laughs> I was like, "What are you oh gonna do? God. What are you gonna do?" I, th I when oh, I got, good. <laughs> I'm serious, Lexi. I'm serious. I'm serious. You ever, you ever heard of anyone doing that shit? <laughs> I no, I've never, I've never gotten to that level of crazy. Um, I, I did. I, I did. did have one. I did have one ex that was a jackass to me. Uh -huh. Um, and he doesn't. You know what? He he's so like ten years ago. We don't even need to talk about him. But he was an asshole. That's all I'm going to say. And then the one after him, he was all right. I mean, yeah, we had a weird relationship. It didn't work out. It's how it goes. Yeah. 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 And then I have uh, my boyfriend now who is freaking awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, he's good. I like him. I think I'll keep him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, at this point, at this point, it's pretty much... It's pretty much set. We've been together five years, so I'm like, yeah, nice. I'm, I'm gonna keep him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they say they were telling me, me and my wife, we've been together eight years, married seven, and uh, they were there for a while. There, they're like, well, it's like you you two should get married because you act like a married couple. I was like, okay, yeah, we'll get yeah, married. <laughs> so right? That's that's what happened. So we got married because. At the point at, in my life, I was going to get the hell out of Florida because after I moved back in two, uh, 2010, I said, why Why am I back in Daytona where I grew up? I'm leaving. And so well, I was about to leave, and then I met my wife, and everything changed. And then, boom, the magic happened. <laughs> yep. <it's, laughs> it certainly did. <laughs> I, I love her to death. She's been through the ups and downs with me, and especially like with like people that we've lost 
that's in our that's been in our lives um, we were there for each other embracing each other and it's it's awesome i i wouldn't trade anything for the world for it man and i got a beautiful yeah, daughter it, oh sorry go ahead i was interrupting you no <laughs> as you say i got a beautiful daughter out of it yeah and it's good and it's especially good like when you have a partner that you guys can go through some shit and still be standing strong together in spite of all that like that's kind of what's been going on with us Mm -hmm. Um, there's been a lot of family stuff going on on his end and we've just kind of stuck it out together. And I mean, it's affected us to an extent, like it's kind of put a strain on things, but like the two of us are fine. Like we we're happy together. He's, he's a good, he's a good guy and I'm an, I'm an okay person, I guess. I don't know, Um, (laughs) but you know, we've made it work and. We're really happy. And, you know, we're five years in, and a lot of people are like, why aren't you guys getting married? And I'm just like, we're happy where we are. Like, we will when we're good and ready. That's all I got to say about that. Exactly. Exactly. When you're ready, you're ready. You're you're going exactly. Yeah, you're going to take that next step. When it's time for you and both of you feel comfortable, you're going to make that next step. I'd have to say my wedding day, that was hell. Oh boy. Oh man. I got to hear this story. (laughs) Yeah. My, my mother-in-law, I had to turn my damn phone off because my wife kept calling me, calling me. She was already there at the venue and getting ready and everything and stuff. And my phone kept ringing and ringing and ringing and do this, do that. Make sure you do this, do that. I finally said, you know what? I'll see you at the altar. I love you. And I'll see you at the altar. And I shut my phone off. I shut it off. Yep. And as soon as Mm -hmm. I got there at the venue, the first thing I said was when I got out of the van, I said, let the bride know the groom is here and let the mother know not worry now because <laughs> yeah. that, that was that was crazy. It it was. It was That's stressful. stressful. Yeah. Stressful. It was stressful. After party was just great. Had a good time and I loved it. Most of what I remember of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most yeah. of what I can remember. Yeah. Most that of what I can remember. champagne was strong. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. I drank. I drank so much. A yeah. lot of alcohol. A lot of alcohol. I tell you, a lot of alcohol. I cannot. Yeah. Two drinks for me and I'm done. Like Stephanie <laughs> yeah. and Chelsea will tell you like two drinks and I'm like, yippee. And they're like, all right, you're drunk. Time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> you're done. We're cutting you off. <laughs> Yeah, you're cut off. You're done. You cut off. You're lightweight. <laughs> yeah. Oh you're yeah. Light. Which is fine because I'm a cheap date, so you know doesn't doesn't take. You don't have to spend a whole lot <laughs> for me to get drunk, but yeah, it sucks because I I can't hold my booth. <laughs> it's it's funny. It's funny as hell. But everyone's like, "Damn, girl." <laughs> <laughs> oh man now are you a happy drunk or an angry drunk when you get drunk happy drunk happy drunk i'm like okay. really i'm I'm silly for about 45 minutes and then i'm like okay i'm going to bed good night <laughs> so silly sleepy <laughs> yeah I, I tell my i tell my wife every once in a while when we have have time for ourselves and or we're planning something time for ourselves she says I think I want to drink. I said, yeah, yeah, you do want to drink. She's like, why are you, you're more excited about, about me drinking, you know, than I am. I said, of course. I said, right. I said, I want to be up front with you, baby. I, I want to get you drunk and take advantage of you. <laughs> she rolls her oh. <laughs> brown, brown cow. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so we always talk, we always joke about that and stuff. And I, she could be sitting in a room, and I walk in, and I see her on her phone. I'm like, "What you doing?" And she's like talking to my boyfriend. I said, "Oh yeah, yeah. Tell your boyfriend to come <laughs> back, um, come over Thursday. We need to finish that game of cards we were playing. <laughs> Tell him I said hello." <laughs> she just look at me. Rob and I do that. Rob and I will do that too. Rob's my boyfriend. Um, if, you, if you didn't gather from that. Um, yeah, he'll be on the phone with someone. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like talking to my girlfriend and I'll do the same thing to him. I'll be like, I'm talking to all my boyfriends because there's so many. God, one's enough. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Ain't that <great>. the truth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, oh, man. That's also our joke. Like, that's also our joke. Right. We're always like, yeah, I, I could never cheat on you because one is enough. Yeah, I I say I say to <laughs> I say to my wife, I say, she's like, what would happen if something happened to us one day? I, I said, I'll tell you what, I said, I probably couldn't get back out there in the dating ring, uh, you know, out there and date again. And she's like, why? And I was like, I'm too old for this shit. And no one would put up with my fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, man. I five years, and I'm like, I I hope I never, for any reason, have to go back to the dating scene. I swear to God, I I can't. Oh. <laughs> I know. I'm like, stay it's, alive, Rob. Stay it, alive. It's, <laughs> it's different. It's totally different. It's different from like anything. Oh my God, it's, it it is. Do anyone actually interacts with each other? Do they actually go out somewhere and look at their phones and interact before doing like like conversation face to face? You know. I, I, right? I, yeah. I know I sound like an old person. I mean, I don't know if uh, if I have the rights now to complain, you know, at the age <laughs> I'm at. You know, I'm, I'm serious because a lot of people I get this every I get this every fucking day. People people look at me and, and they they say, oh, man, you're 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 pretty young. I'm like, no, I'm not. It's like, yeah, you're you're 20 something. I'm like, no, I wish I was 20 something. It's like I just turned forty, and they're like, "No, you didn't." I was like, "Yes, I did. I just turned fucking 40. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, like, yeah, people, people don't believe me when I tell them I'm twenty-eight. I'm gonna be twenty-nine Saturday. Holy crap, where does the time go? Yeah, um, yeah. But they're like, "What? You're twenty-eight? You're you look like you're like 20. I'm like, "Yeah, I know." So you can stop talking to me like I'm a child now. Thank you. <laughs> people, people do that. I hate they that. like. They yeah. assume that you're younger than you are, and then they yeah. think they can talk to you like you're a child. And I'm yeah. like, stop it. Yeah, yeah, I'm they your are. peer. Talk to me like a peer. Exactly. <laughs> I, I hate that. I hate that shit. When they, oh, my God. When, it drives sit, me crazy. It drives me crazy, too. They sit there and talk to you like like you're something. And it's like, you damn millennium, get off your fucking phone and do something. It's like, yeah, I am doing something. I'm living life. <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, Work email. This just happened not not too long ago. I was out. Uh, where the hell was I at? I was out somewhere, and I was sitting down. I was out in public someplace, and I'm sitting there, and I'm looking around me. I'm looking, at, you know, watching people. You ever you ever people watch sometimes just to get a kick out of? Oh like, yeah. Pe- so I'm sitting there, mm-hmm. people watching, and I'm sitting there looking around, and I'm like, I'm surprised no one's running to each other because nowadays everyone's looking down at their phone all the damn time. And I'm just sitting here looking, and I'm like, it's a beautiful day, man. The sun's out. I know. The cloud in the sight. And what Actually, are you doing? <laughs> I got to say, that happened to me. 
<laughs> Sorry, I keep interrupting you. I no. need to stop no. doing that. No. I get really excited, and then I'm like, oh, but. Good <laughs> <laughs> God! Um, I actually—that actually almost happened to me the other day. Oh really? Um, I was on my phone like an asshole, uh-huh. and we were leaving a restaurant. It was—it was actually this weekend. Um, we were doing tea buff, and I had le- we left to go get food because we were hungry. Yeah. And you know, we finished eating, and we got up to to walk out, and I like pulled out my phone, and I was fucking around on my phone and there was an incline by the door and i almost fell (laughs) and then like a whole bunch of people at the bar were like oh my god and i'm like i'm fine (laughs) like i'm fine i didn't fall and i'm putting my phone away so yeah it it is a very real problem yeah it is (laughs) that's that's what you should take away from this story it's a very real problem it is it is especially especially that story i believe it came out like years ago this person was suing someone or something because they're basically being a dumbass walking and looking at their phone and they trip and it fell and hurt themselves and tried to sue and it's like well you're the dumbass you pull out your fucking phone and looked at it oh my god (laughs) situational awareness get some (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly i try i try not to be like on my phone all the time but yeah man when you're sitting down like it's hard it is. It's there, and you're like, all right, well, I got nothing else going on, so let me just uh, see what's happened five seconds ago on Facebook since the last time I pulled up Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> my my luck, <laughs> I get bad reception with my phone. I mean, this this thing, I mean, I just, it, it sucks. So wherever I usually yeah. go, I usually don't have good reception. So there I am, I'm sitting there, and it's like, yes, I interact if i with the person i have to and yeah i just you know if i was like in a doctor's office sitting there and everyone's on their phones there i am i'm reaching for the magazines i'm like man that's like oh sports illustrated hey um home gardening hey what's hey oh that's how you plant uh (laughs) tomatoes without killing them oh you know i'm sitting like (laughs) yeah so i'll pick up something i'll read it one thing i would definitely be excited about today just tonight when i did log on twitter for probably the 20th time today (laughs) hot mess in a wedding dress trailer dropped today yes it dropped at seven o'clock yes i am so excited dude we oh my god it's been really hard keeping it a secret because like you know we we can't reveal stuff we can't post any pictures from set. We can't post any still shots. Yes. And I'm I'm finally glad that people are able to see what it's about. Oh, I love and it. I mean, it looks it looks great. It does. I love that. I loved how that was put together because I was cracking up with you and uh, you and Chelsea there. <laughs> I thought that yep. was great. I did. I thought that was like, really really great. I mean, was it the line where we were like anal? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably it what it was. <laughs> anal. <laughs> yeah, it was that. I, I was laughing about that. You're sitting there drinking, and then you're sitting there smoking, and yeah, anal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I cannot wait to see this movie because I cannot wait to see what everyone does in this movie and everything that happens and stuff. And I want to mention that 
our viewers viewing on Twitch, can you give a little insight about what hot mess and a wedding dress is? Or what you can without, you know, Stephanie Davis coming at you without re revealing too sure. much. Sure. <laughs> well, the trailer's already dropped, so I'll just go right ahead. Uh -huh. So it is about a girl who is getting married, and she is she's a little bit of an edgier character. She's not like the typical, I plan my wedding kind uh -huh. of girl. You know, she doesn't... <laughs> She, she wasn't really that kind of girl, and she's got this wedding dress that she got, or her mom helped her pick out, and she wants to connect to her wedding a little more, so she basically right. puts the dress on, um, and then she's, you know, she's trying to connect with it. She's trying to see, is this dress really me, you know? Right. And then right. Uh, Hannah and Corey, her two best friends, come over, and shit hits the fan. <laughs> shit just hits the fan <laughs> i can definitely tell from the trailer i mean yeah shit does hit the yeah, fan shenanigans shenanigans happen uh because i i'm looking from the trailer right there i'm already focused on i want to see where this goes right here i want to see what the hell happens i want to see i want to see what kind of shenanigans go on right now because this is just so fucking great <laughs> it is it yep. is it, it is yeah I'm looking forward to seeing it when it comes out next year, April 2019, if I'm right. Yep, something yeah. like that. Yeah, Stephanie will know. Yeah, <laughs> she'll know the answer. I'll, I'll, I'll I don't know. Her. Don't look at me. I just work here. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just say lines and I do what I'm told. <laughs> yeah, I just I just show up on set and. Act like a diva. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, she she knows all that information, and a lot of people ask me. They're like, "So when's this gonna happen?" I'm like, "Ah, uh, <laughs> I should know, but I don't." <laughs> yeah, I'm only giving information on a need to know basis. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I actually told someone. She probably that did, she does give us information, but mm -hmm. I think I just don't pay attention. Yeah, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I'm like, the what? worst. I'm sorry, Stephanie. I'm sorry you have to put up with me. <laughs> I'm sure she loves putting up with you. Oh, she yeah. she's writing on the chat here. I can see it right now. She said it's a crazy crazy story. Watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I I loved it. Yeah, I I did. I. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely am looking forward to this because, you know, I tried to get try to get some out of Chelsea. I tried to get some out of Stephanie, and of course it's like tight lip, and it's like I was happy when I saw that. That was the first thing I seen up on my Twitter feed was the trailer for their hot mess and wedding dress. And I was like, yes. I was like, all right. Let's, I was like, let's see it because I know Stephanie's been putting out those cryptic messages on Twitter about yep. about editing mm -hmm. and everything. And I'm like, yeah, she's she's getting that trailer together. She's gonna get it she, together. Yep, she is a hustler. She is, and she's one one hell of a worker. And uh, and it's awesome with what what she does and what you and Chelsea do with Bouncy Boxer Media. It, it it's gonna be great in two. 2019 it is it definitely is and it's gonna be awesome <laughs> yes stephanie says lol love you lexi that was probably after i apologized for being like i don't pay attention <laughs> sorry steph 
<laughs> and one one thing I skipped over a question here. I do want to uh, mention. I do want to congratulate you on this past weekend at the Tampa Bay Underground Film Festival with uh, with winning um, for best Florida feature film for NS four hundred four Providence. How how does it feel to work on a film and get n- noticed and win something like that? Oh, it, it feels great because, you know, we we made this film and it's, I'll keep, I'll tell you, it's very, very different from what I do with Bouncy Boxer. Um, my boyfriend and I actually collaborated on it. He wrote it, produced it, and was the cinematographer for it. And I directed it. Right. Um, and it's, the co- it's a stark contrast from what we do with Bouncy Boxer. It's like a sci-fi film with a little bit of historical fiction. And it's got a lot of dark undertones in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we decided when we made this film, we were like, let's just make something really, really good. And right. let's let's put something good out there that people will want to watch with an engaging story. And we'll see where that takes us. And it worked out really well for us because the people who do watch it enjoy it. But they, you know, they're able to see what you can do. And, you know, who knows? I mean, I think down the road it'll lead to us doing some bigger productions and it'll give way to us being able to work with a bigger budget even. But, you know, when people notice that you do good work and yes. you get, you get like accolades for that, it, it feels great. It's almost kind of like, you know, this is why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, we, yeah. we make art and people see it and it, it's just, it feels great. Yeah, it does feel great. I mean, your hard work, it paid off and people's noticing and I I can't wait to show people what else I can offer and that I know that's a really good fantastic feeling and and congratulations congratulations thank you thank you and we did get distribution so I don't know uh when um American audiences will be able to see it uh it's kind of out of our hands at this point but As soon as I know, I'll let you. I'll let everybody know. Yes. You know, you guys will be the first to know when we know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, I'll tell you, if it, as soon as it hits Amazon Prime, I'm all over that shit. <laughs> yes. I definitely. Am. I hope. I hope to God. I hope it gets on Amazon Prime because that yes. would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of uh, bouncy boxer media is on Amazon Prime, which I think is which is mm-hmm. fantastic. I mean, having, mm-hmm. you know, with, you know, several of the, you know, bouncy boxer shorts and webisodes, I mean, pretty much they've been screened pretty much over, what, you know, 20 film festivals in America and, uh, you know, yeah. one, like, mm-hmm. best ensemble cast, best web webisode, best writing, and best comedy. And... Uh, I just, I mean, going, I asked Chelsea this and I asked Stephanie this. Now, mm-hmm. going to film festivals to, to promote a film that you're a part of, acting in front of the camera, behind the camera, how is that like going to film festivals and meeting meeting all these, you know, different people that is basically doing what you're doing and basically putting content out there and trying to get people's eyes on your product? How How is it for you going out to film festivals? 
It's really interesting because you get to meet a lot of different filmmakers from different walks of life. Uh-huh. And they all, you know, we all kind of have our filmmaking style. And we kind of like, it's it's really interesting meeting these people and kind of getting an idea of what goes through their head when they make the style choices that they make with right. their films. Um, and, you know, you sit and you chat and you talk about, you know, what other stuff have you done? You know, what do you guys, what do you guys do? And then you make connections and then, you know, sometimes down the road you end up working with those people or you just stay really good friends and you just kind of support each other. Yes. That's, that, that's awesome. That is, that is. Yeah. And Hey, you know what? It's a film festival. You pay money and you get to sit and watch movies for a couple of hours. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't go wrong with that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you yep. definitely can't go wrong with that. Now, we're almost done with 2018. 2018 is about to yeah. wrap up, and 2019 is right around the corner. What can people expect from you in 2019? What can they expect? You know, that is a great question because I honestly haven't really taken a lot of time to think about that. I know that. Um, I kind of took a step back from acting and I didn't do as many projects this year. I think I'm definitely, I took the year to kind of recenter myself and be a little bit more selective yes. about the work that I wanted to do. And I think I'm ready to hit the ground running because I feel like I have a new sense of focus. So that'll, that'll definitely be one of my goals for 2019. Nice. That. Oh yeah. Yep. That is I like it. It's like with uh, Chelsea and what Stephanie says. I mean, their 2019 is going to be a great year, and it, it definitely is, especially with uh, having hot mess and a wedding dress out next year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, yeah, I think that's going to be a big thing for us is promoting yeah. hot mess. Yeah. That's definitely going to be, like, on the to-do list for 2019. But I really hope, um, I really want to, I want us to be on set together more. Yeah. You know, we, we shot hot mess, and that was pretty much it usually like we have stuff going on all the time right um but this this year was different because we really just wanted to make a feature film so Mm -hmm. we put all of our energy into that Mm -hmm. so you know it would be great if we did a couple shorts and a couple more maybe another feature who knows probably not next year because you know we're still in the wake of hot mess and promoting it but yeah definitely after that for sure we're not going anywhere (laughs) <laughs> no, no, you're you're definitely not. You're definitely not. Yeah, y'all, y'all can't is... get rid of us. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are great. I mean, who would want to get rid of you? I mean, you're you are all you. passionate, and driven, and you're putting great content out there. And why would anyone want to get rid of you? Why? Yeah. Why? Why, why, guys? Why? 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 They'd be be intimidated, though, but you know what? It's like fucking get over it and just enjoy it. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That's what I say about that. (laughs) (laughs) It's... It's been fun. It has. It definitely has been fun. I want to. I want to thank yeah, you. Yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. It is. <laughs> it is. And I, I told Chelsea this. I said uh, probably, probably sometime next year. You know, twenty sixteen. I mean, uh, twenty. Yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah, twenty sixteen. 
2015. Whoa, what year are you living in? Well, Doc Brown is my uncle. Didn't you know that? Great Scott. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Must be these red. This red I've been sipping on all night here. (laughs) (laughs) So 2019. 2019. I think you mean. Thank you. Thank you, Lexi. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) 2019. I I told I mentioned this to Chelsea last week. I'd like to get all three of you on at the same time. Oh God! Yes, yes that would I, be I triple would the love, awesome. I like that, but also triple the chaos. Yes, I'd love, I'd love to, I love to, you know, have that triple thread on and just see the dynamics and hear you all talk and stuff and get a really, really good, you know, picture of how the dynamic is with all three of you in the in the same in the same space. Everyone uh, that works with we, you on on film and stuff they i know they they see that though but someone that's outside that that's gonna be interesting (laughs) oh we we may need that to be in video format like we wouldn't just be able to do that over the phone like we would all need to be like on camera for that and because it's hysterical honestly like some of the things that we say we're always like damn it why was no one recording this so yeah, I'm just saying. Like, if you want all three of us on, you're gonna ha- we're gonna have to do like a video podcast. <laughs> oh, I can I can make it happen. I can yeah yes. I can make it happen. I can definitely do that. I could pull that off. I definitely could, and that would be that'd be great. But yeah, yes, 2019, Stephanie. I know you're watching. Yeah, 2019. I want to get all three of you on. I know I said it last week, but yeah, t- sometime 2019. That's gonna be one of the one of the things I want to do for for my content is get all three driving forces behind Bouncy Boxer Media on one show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> make to, it so. Yeah, let's make yeah. this happen. It's a thing now. You put it out in the universe. It's got to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, and also we got to see how many f bombs you get Stephanie to drop during that podcast. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Triple the chaos, triple the F-bombs. Yep, definitely. (laughs) I want to uh, mention supporters of Podcast City Network. You can head over to podcastcity.net for the latest podcast over on podcastcity.net. And City Limits Taproom in Deland, Florida, home of Draft Day. Brought to you by Podcast City Network. Head over to City Limits Taproom in Deland, Florida, for indoor, outdoor sporting events with the stage in the back for live events, much, much more. It's City Limits Tap Room in Deland, Florida. And Atlantic Sound Records in Daytona Beach. If you're looking for that vinyl record, cassette, or CD you may have lost, they may have it. So hit them up on Facebook, Atlantic Sound Records. And if you're in Daytona Beach, hit them up on International Boulevard in downtown Daytona. And you're looking to book that destination and get away from all telltale travel. Hit up Brittany Ambler on the podcastcity.net sponsors tab, and she will hook you up with that destination to get away from it all. And if you're looking for a podcastcity.net t-shirt like the one I'm wearing tonight, hit the sportsanitycustoms.com. They will hook you up with a Podcast City Network t-shirt and custom apparel at your needs. And if you're into some Kentucky Zone Wrestling, hit them up on Facebook for the latest promos and events coming 
to a arena near you. And that's it for the Eric Lee show. And that's where I hit the outro music. And thank my guest for coming on. Lexi. Thank you. It's thank been you. it's been a pleasure. Oh, sorry. I interrupted the music. No, that's <laughs> fine. I talk over it all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. No, let's, no problem. Let's make it happen for next year. <laughs> oh, we will. Everly signing off. Have a good night, and I will see you again next week for another episode of the Everett Lee Show.